Guys, Big Al here. Welcome to my podcast. Today I'll be doing a review of the game yesterday between Arsenal and Chelsea. Utterly phenomenal result from our boys. Uh, delighted with the performance, with the result. Uh, basically, delighted with everything, really, to be honest with you. It was a fantastic game. Uh, I'm going to jump straight into it. Looking at the team selection before the game, I was a bit disappointed with what I was seeing. I was delighted to see Emil Smith-Rowe brought in the game. A lot of Arsenal fans I've been speaking to on Twitter for weeks now have been calling for him to start. I've certainly been a big advocate for him starting, especially given the complete lack of creativity in our team for a very long time. So to see him coming to the team was certainly something I was looking forward to. But looking at the centre-back pairing, Holding and Pablo Mari, very slow, with especially with Shaka and Elneny and just in front of him, sitting in front. That was something I thought was going to be exposed today by Chelsea quite quite badly. That very no pace in that in that in the middle at all. And with Hector Bellerin captain in the side, that was something I wasn't too keen on either. I didn't really want Bellerin coming back into the team. I, I'm not Bellerin's biggest fan, and I think he's been pretty poor for a very long time. Um, but obviously, with Smith Rowe coming into the team, there was a reason to be optimistic with him starting. Uh, just behind Lacazette and then obviously we have Martinelli on the left and Saka on the right that was a lot of pace and a lot of youth and that was something that we've certainly been want wanting for a week it's been a been a long time a lot of our fans have been calling for the youth to be played there's literally been no reason not to try out the youth the first team underperforming very much uh, so there was really no reason not to bring players like Martinelli and Smith-Rowe back in. I know Martinelli's been injured, obviously. Now he's back. I'm delighted Arteta's uh, put him straight back in. Uh, that's obviously something I think a lot of Arsenal fans have been delighted with, Martinelli returning. Um, we started the game really well. There was a lot of pressing from the off. Smith-Rowe adds that whole new dimension. He's exactly the kind of player we've been missing for a very long long time this whole season we've lacked creativity created the fewest amount of chances in the league I think um, and that's not good enough that's not good enough for a club like us God knows how we've ended up in this position given how creative we were under Wenger there were so many creative players and now you look at that I mean you look at our team there, there was just there's just been no one in the Premier League side that's created any sort of chances so Smith Rowe coming in there was actually no reason not to be playing him He's he is a natural number 10 connects the midfield to attack very well and that's something we've been we've been lacking very much the there's just no connection between the midfield and the attack and what smith Rowe did today was he provided that connection played in between the lines got into the gaps played some nice intricate balls did some pressing and it was excellent to see it really was phenomenal created way more chances with him in there According to Albino on Twitter, he's got a goal involvement every 52 minutes in all competitions this season. I mean, when as a team, we're struggling to score goals, we're struggling to create chances. He's exactly the kind of player we need in that team. And the reality was today, in layman's terms, Smith Rowe's performance was probably, probably a 7 out of 10, if you think about it literally. But he did exactly what as a team, we needed him to do. He played in between the gaps, linked the midfield to the attack. And that's something we haven't been doing in the team for a very long time. And to see a player come in there and do that so well is certainly refreshing to see. We haven't been playing like that in the Premier League for a very long time. And it's it, it's amazing what happens when you bring a player like that in. It makes a huge difference because, like I said, it's not like Smith Rowe set the world alight today. It's not like you looked at him and thought, wow, this is the next big thing in world football. He did exactly what he needed to, exactly what we've been lacking 
in the Premier League this season. He provided that connection between the midfield, between the attack, and he allowed the attackers to shine. They were the ball was distributed so so much better with him in there, and like I said, created some chances today. Was excellent in uh, offensively and defensively. You know, made some great recoveries on the ball. Had an excellent game. There was that that bit in the second half where the nutmeg on Kante was absolutely filthy. Sent Kante back to Leicester. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal bit of play. I think he I think he kicked it straight out after, given Martinelli, I think it was, went down with an injury. But nonetheless, uh, a brilliant bit of play. And again, that, that sort of energy is what we've been missing. It, we've been missing creativity and energy. And it's amazing. It's almost as if when you play creative, energetic players, the team plays more creatively with more energy. I mean, not one of us could have seen this coming. Um, <laughs> it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I said, you bring him in and instantly Saka gets the ball that bit more. Martinelli gets the ball. Martinelli linking up with Tierney on the left today. Utterly phenomenal. Kieran Tierney, one of very one very few, one of very few bright sparks so far this season. Phenomenal down that left hand side. He does everything you need him to. He does his job brilliantly. And his his nutmeg on Reese James to win the penalty was was absolutely phenomenal. It's just he's so good going forward and his crossing is just unbelievable. The team just clicked that bit better today, I think. There's there's no two ways about it. Granite Shaka improved massively. Um and that's again, that all comes down to bringing in a player like Smith Rowe for me, and then having that energy with Martinelli and Saka. Players that genuinely press. And it's unfair for me to not mention Lacazette there as well. Lacazette worked very hard today. He's very good with his back to goal. Does not score enough goals. Scores nowhere near enough goals. But with his back to goal, he really allows Martelli and Saka to push on and, and grow into the game. And that's something Lacazette does really, really well. Um, Smith Rowe, obviously, like I said, uh, like I've said many times already, links the play. And he, he improves Granite Shaka's performances as well. Granite Shaka is a player who really does divide opinion amongst not only our fan base, but just football fans in general, I think. And I think one of the reasons is for that is obviously he's a very ill-disciplined player, uh, very inconsistent, but he does have qualities and they were utilised to the best today. He was phenomenal, Granite Xhaka. With a player who likes Smithrow, with Martinelli, with Saka, players who are good runners, work hard, Shaka has an outlet. He's got someone he can play balls to. And obviously with Martinelli on that left, worked phenomenally with Tierney today. It's like they're on the exact same wavelength. They were completely in sync with each other. And that improves Granite Shaka's performances because it just allows him to distribute the ball so much better. And that's something we have not seen anywhere near enough of this season. And it was phenomenal to watch. Um, and not only that, his free kick was utterly phenomenal I mean what a brilliant free kick I mean you know you, you look at that I and mean, with William and David Louise at the team it just it's just brilliant you can I mean David Louise would you bet your bottom dollar he'd be taking that free kick if he was starting and instead of seeing the ball bulge into the back of the net you'll see a dead pigeon drop from the top of the stadium with David Louise's free kicks they're absolutely shocking and it's it's you know it's delightful to see a goal like that scored. It wasn't. It wasn't right in the corner, but it had so much power and so much lift. Mendy was not going to get to it. It was an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal free kick, and I'm delighted for Granite Shaka to score that because 
he is heavily criticized and in my opinion rightly so you know he's like i said he's very ill-disciplined i'm not his biggest fan in the summer i would have personally i personally would like to see an upgrade on granite shaka still but there's no doubt that he does have his qualities and we are a better team with shaka in once thomas party is back i do think a midfield with party uh, and shaka with hopefully smith row or hopefully a new signing in january desperately that's really needed. I think that is our best midfield option right now with Shaka's distribution, Party's energy, his distribution as well. Party's just a brilliant all-round midfielder. Him coming back will make a massive difference. It's also it's also worth mentioning on the topic of Party. You know, there was no Aubameyang today. There was no Party. There was no Gabriel. You know, of our core, our, our outfield core, that's our best centre-back missing our best central midfielder missing and our best striker missing. Yet the team was absolutely phenomenal. You look at Chelsea's individual quality, way, way, way better than ours. But that's what happens when you play a balanced team. You know, there's individual quality is trumped by by good balance. We had we had the perfect balance today. There was Tierney does his role so so well, and then when you've got Smith Rowe to to play in the lines to connect. Uh, players such as Martinelli, Saka, Lacazette to, to to allow the ball to be distributed that that bit quicker, that bit better. Those intricate passes, it makes all the difference. And there was there was an outlet today. And then defensively, with players, William doesn't press enough for me. Pepe is so frustrating to watch; does not press anywhere near enough for me. I'm really really fed up with the the performances Pepe's putting, even when he came on today, actually. You just you just notice that difference. Martinelli straight away is on them. Pepe just isn't, and it's it's so frustrating to watch a man so so talented play so so poorly and just not. He just doesn't do enough for me, Nicolas Pepe, and that's that's something I'm really frustrated to see. He just there's just not enough. There's not enough there. There's not enough oomph for a guy so talented. And it's he you know if you you ask you to ask me. What is our best front three? There's no way I put Pepe in there right now. There's no chance. Um, I'd have Reese Nelson ahead of him in the pecking order. Like he's just he doesn't do enough for me. And he's an extremely talented player, but he's there's for me not enough. Um, on the topic of defending, obviously we gave away a few chances. Uh, that's obviously goes without saying. That's a good Chelsea team. Christian Pulisic was. Um, was very, you know, he's very good in the ball. He's always going to drive through. He's the only real player today who I, I felt was genuinely playing dangerously. Um, and he's certainly a player to watch. And no, no doubt for me, uh, he was he was biggest Chelsea's biggest threat. But I feel like we we neutralised their threats quite well. I thought Leno had a decent game in goal. Um, the penalty save at the end, delighted with that penalty save. You know, Arsenal had my hair's going grey in the last five minutes unbelievable how much I was stressing with that honestly uh to not be able to close out a game would have been tr- tragic after after going 3-0 up to be honest with you so I'm delighted with with the result really Leno delighted delightful with that penalty save um I think I think he saved the penalty last season actually but I'm pretty sure um I'm pretty sure it was it was against Southampton I think they scored the rebound but of course it's it's very rare we ever see an Arsenal goalkeeper save penalties it's like they join us and just miraculously lose their ability to save a penalty it's unreal to watch but um yeah Leno had a decent game for me Mary 
it's it's really tough to judge Pablo Mara because we just haven't seen that much. He's just come back from injury. Um, I think he's good on the ball. He's a good ball playing defender. He's got he's a he's a tall guy. He's about six foot four, so his long legs make certain recovery challenges possible for him. So he's I think he's a but he gave away the penalty. Very very sloppy, uh, and you know in a you know had Chelsea have scored that. That's free too, and that's a final five minutes. Not one of us would have been comfortable watching. Um, so again, it's it's very sloppy, and he's hopefully he's not one of those defenders who who is quite error prone. But nonetheless, a bit early to judge him today. I thought he did well in part. So there's you know we'll give him more games um, before judging him there. Uh, as for the midfield, like I said already, Granite Shack had a great game. El Nenny. I just I find with Elneny he's just a bit of a nothing player. I don't think he's a bad player. I don't think he's a good player either. He's he's one of those players who he just you know he, he holds on to the ball. He doesn't. He very rarely loses it, but he just doesn't do anything with it, uh, which is which is very frustrating. We definitely need Thomas Party back, and I'd still like to see another midfielder brought in anyway, as well as some creative players. I think that would benefit the club long term, certainly. Um, but it was a brilliant game. It was a brilliant game. Bukayo Saka, phenomenal yet again. Um, without a doubt, one of our best players. Without a doubt, phenomenal. Uh, I personally think he meant that goal. If you if you watch the goal in slow motion, he does he does look at the goal. He does see Mendy off his line. Uh, that might be an unpopular opinion. I personally think he meant it. You guys might disagree. That's, of course, absolutely fine if you do. Um, but I thought Bukayo Saka had a phenomenal game again. Everyone will agree with me on that one. He's a phenomenal player. Great ball carrier. Got a great cross on him. Works really hard. Presses well. Provides support for the fullback. He is really an all-round brilliant player. And we are so lucky to have Saka in the team. Uh, Lacazette had a good game for me again today. Um, you look at the criticism he's been getting and for me it's deserved he has not been good enough for a very long time but there's no doubt he's a good player when it comes to holding up the ball that's something uh Lacazette has been very good at for a while so he had a good game today and by doing that he really does allow players like Martinelli like Saka to come into the team it's it's excellent to watch really when you think about it so I'm really pleased that he came into the team uh today I think he doesn't score enough goals, and I would personally like to see Balogun start for me. Balogun, in the few the few minutes we have seen, if he does look like he can hold the ball up, he looks like a more complete forward than Nketiah is, and certainly more clinical. I would definitely give Balogun games. Uh, the subs bench was something I was disappointed with as well, actually. No Nelson, no Balogun. Rumour is Nelson is still uh, with a calf strain, so... If so, fair enough on Nelson. But for me, Balogun should be on that bench. When, especially now there's nine subs. Especially now there's nine subs. I cannot for the life of me understand why he's not on the bench. But um, hopefully that will change in the coming weeks. Otherwise, we, we will lose him. And I really don't want that to happen. I can really see Balogun being another Gnabry where he leaves the club, becomes a world-class player at a different, different club. Um, as for... William Saliba not being the team again, that is something many of us were disappointed with, but you can't, I don't feel like there can be many complaints about it today, given holding a marry for me did okay at the back. It would still be nice to see Saliba make the bench. I don't really understand why that's not happening, but hopefully 
that situation will be cleared up soon. It's been handled appallingly by the club, but who knows what will happen in that regard. Um, Chelsea didn't look very good today. Um, we we certainly had a very good game, but Chelsea were very poor as well. Uh, it's funny, isn't it? I, I can't remember the last time Kante had a decent game against us. I think apart from the Europa League final, no other game really rings a bell. I think he's had, I think in general, he's been pretty poor against us, but given he's, in, well, at least in my opinion, one of the best holding midfielders in the world, many of you will agree with me there, but I, I personally think Kante hasn't been hasn't been at his best against us for a while. Uh, not that I'm complaining. Um, but yeah, I thought, the, oh, I thought the midfield in general was good. I thought the defence looked okay. But for me, again, Hector Bellerin, I don't mean to scapegoat, but again, disappointing. I think if you were to were to pick out a disappointing performance, I do think it would go to him. I think there was a there was a moment in the first half certainly where Bellerin was caught out of position. Holding made a, a brilliant recovery recovery challenge on. I think it was Pulisic in the box. Um, I saw on Twitter. I've seen on Twitter quite a few times actually. Um, many people seem to be saying they don't understand why Rob Holding's getting the criticism they're getting. They said um, he's been covering for Hector Bellerin a lot. I, had, I must say I hadn't really noticed that in games that I'd been watching, but I thought I, I paid closer attention to it today. And I do think there is there is some truth to that statement. I do think Bellerin quite often is caught out of position. He's definitely lost a yard of pace since his injury, which is a real shame given that was and still is really his best attribute. For me, if we're gonna if we're gonna look to compete, Hector Bellerin is not good enough long term. I, I think he's a great guy. I think I like what he stands for um, outside of football. And I don't think he's a terrible player, but for me personally, Barcelona come in with an offer for him in January or in the summer. I I will drive him to the airport myself. Like I, I do feel, I do feel like his time at Arsenal should be over. Really, if we're looking to achieve. I'm looking to push on and achieve bigger things with especially I'm not I don't think Maitland Niles is necessarily the answer long term. I do think a new right back is needed without a doubt. But me personally, I would much rather see Maitland Niles play than Hector Bellerin. I feel like that's one that's one thing I would take I would take from this. I do feel like Maitland Niles is a better one v one defender. Um and I do think whilst he has got some qualities to play in midfield, I do think he lacks the discipline and concentration to play there regularly. So I do think he should focus on on becoming a fullback because I do feel like that is that is his best route into the Arsenal team personally. But again, that is a that is that is pushing it for a criticism of Bellerin. I don't think Bellerin was terrible today, um, but I would personally still like to see. I think if there was there was one thing I'd have done different, it would have been to play Maitland Niles instead of Bellerin. But again, that's you know you can interpret that whatever way you want. Really, I don't think that's a that was clear as day for everyone to see. That's just my personal opinion. I think there'll be a lot of people who agree with me on that one. I think there'll be a lot of people who disagree with me on that one today, especially. Um, but yeah, I think overall, a brilliant performance. We've certainly got to push on now. It'll be a real, it'll be a real test of Mikel Arteta now. I think having now brought in the young players and having had a performance like that, I think it's amazing really how, you know, our fans have been wanting this for a week. We today we were proved so emphatically correct. You know, we've been appalling in the Premier League. We've been utterly dreadful for weeks, and then 
we've all been calling for the young players to be given a chance, bring in Smith Rowe. Once Martinelli's back, bring him straight back in. You know, bring these players in. As soon as he does it, the performance levels just completely switch up. You've got players in there who want to play for the club, players who genuinely want to fight for the shirt, who are proud to wear the badge. And it made all the difference today. With Smith Rowe in there, with Martinelli in there, with no Willian. I can't even tell you how delighted I was to see no Willian in the team today. I think for me, Willian's got to go down as one of the worst Arsenal signings of all time. And I don't I don't think it's because he's one of the worst players. I just think for a, it's because he he's almost a guaranteed starter. And I cannot see why it's these non-negotiables of Arteta are really strange. It seems if his favourites break these rules then that's okay but if you know god forbid one of the other players do it then they're just frozen out frozen out of the team all all entirely but to see william not in the team today made a massive difference to our chances already and that was that was clear as day with the performance uh, there was no doubt in my mind whatsoever that once you bring the young players in not necessarily it's gonna it, to make no mistake bringing smith smith row is not the answer in attacking midfield not the answer at all but what what you do by bringing in that profile of player is you allow the midfield and attack to be much more cohesive and allow the game to flow that bit better and we created more chances and that 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 was shown today that was excellent uh, i think we had seven shots on target today that's you know that's the most we've had i think since july or something like that that's and it's it, it's a damning statistic for the way we've been playing this season but it's also important to remember we are still we are still hovering around in 14th but if you play the young players you play players who want to play for the club you play the talented players you play the informed players not just the jumped up overpaid rubbish like Willian you bring in players who want to play and that is the sort of result you can expect you can expect a much much better performance um when you do that, when you play players that want to play for the club, uh, and that was that was evident today. That was we couldn't have been proven more right if we tried. Um, so I'm delighted, delighted with the performance today. But this, it's crucial that we push on now. You know, we can't, we can't just accept this. We can't. We've got to, we've got to push on. Like it's a brilliant performance, but we can't overreact. There's still a lot of work to be done, and it's like I said, it's going to be a real test of Arteta's resolve because. It, there's there is after that performance there is there can't possibly be a way he can bring William back into the team where he can bring you know these David Louise back into the team I'm I personally don't mind David Louise I think David Louise is a decent player I think he's error prone but I do think he's a decent player but after today's game you know if Arteta throws William back in after his his illness is over the fans are going to be fuming and rightly so because there's no way you can justify bringing him in after the phenomenal performance of our front four today. So I'm. it's a delightful game in that sense. There's Arteta can't just pick his favourites now because that will, I mean, that could cost him his Arsenal career. There's no two ways about it. That could cost him his Arsenal career. So hopefully now, having seen that performance, how well we've played with those players, those players are going to start, you know, Week in, week out. Those are, you know, like I said, if you're not going to register Meza Ozil, that's fine. I personally am not Ozil's biggest fan. I think Ozil's passed it. But you can't just drop him out of the team and then not replace him. You have to bring in a creative player. You can't play without him and then not sign a replacement. 
we froze him out of the team. You know, Ramsey was sold last season. We've got rid of all our creative players. You know, you look at the team five years ago, you had Ramsey, Wilshire, Ozil, Cazorla, Sanchez, even players like Oxlade Chamberlain, you know, just you had ball carriers, you had creative players, you had good runners, goal scorers. We don't have any of that. And, you know, the only player who can play in that number 10 role, you know, adequately is Smith Rowe, given Ozil's not registered. You know, Sabias is and Willock both have been tried there. Both I think both are for me, Sabias is a pretty average player. I think Willock's got a decent got a decent potential, but both of those players are better further back in midfield, especially Willock. Willock's best feature is his engine. And obviously he's not he's not a number ten. He's a I think he's good when you play him in the Aaron Ramsey like role where, you know, he's a he can run with the ball, he can get into the box. And that's certainly his strength. It's definitely not as a number ten. Smith Rowe, if we're going to use a number ten, it has to be Smith Rowe. And we have, and really, he has to play. Uh, in January, without a doubt, I'd be. I we've got to sign a creative player. There's no two ways we can do it. We can't rely on Smith Rowe. Personally, I think there's been a lot of rumours uh, about Buendia. I think he's a player definitely we could do with. Certainly, without a doubt, he's got some genuine, genuine quality, and he's down in the championship. He definitely would be a realistic signing. And I think personally, in the summer, or pre- well, preferably January, but it's unlikely you'll be able to sign a, a top, top quality creative player in January. But if we can, great. But I think really, in the summer, we, we Wendy is not the answer either. Personally, I think he's. I think we need him. But I do think we've got to sign a world class player in the summer as well. I think Samoa, Julian Brandt, you know, someone, someone along that kind of profile. I think we need someone like that to come in as well because obviously Smith had a great game today but there's no two ways about it we can't just rely on him to you know to to paper over the cracks we need we need creative players and we need them now uh that was just it was just uh it was just uh so refreshing to see Smith Rowe come into the team today and and really be the answer to the problems we've been having in the Premier League for so long that's all. That's all for today. I'm going to conclude on that. But you know what? A brilliant performance. I was I was jumping up and down, celebrating after that game when Leno saved that penalty. That was unreal. From, you know, I haven't felt happiness that like that over Arsenal in such a long time. It's just delightful to see us winning a game again. Forgotten what it was like in the league. Um, but yeah, thank you guys very much for listening to my podcast. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Hopefully, you found uh, the content. Uh, entertaining. Hopefully, you found it uh, insightful. Hopefully, you got you got something out of it. I certainly enjoyed filming it today. It was delightful to start off my my new my new podcast with a win, especially in a, a game against London Rivals Chelsea. I hate Chelsea. It's just delightful to see that win come through. So, thank you all very much for listening. You can expect some more content in the coming weeks, without a doubt. Um, I'll hopefully be doing some match previews for the game against Brighton. Maybe some more general analysis maybe some my opinions on Arteta certain players but for now that's all Uh, thank you very much for listening hope you've all had a lovely day and I'll speak to you all soon thank you very much